Hello, thanks for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we're going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you're into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In this episode, we're going to discuss the most well-known haunted road in all of Northwest Indiana. A five-mile stretch of road known as Reader Road once connected Maryville and Griffith, Indiana. This now closed and abandoned road may very well be the most haunted stretch of road you will find in Indiana. It is now part of the Oak Ridge Prairie County Park. Built in 1910, the road is known for its tales of ghosts, murder, accidents, suicides, and even a demonic entity. The legends of Rita Road have been part of Northwest Indiana folklore for many decades. In this episode, we are going to discuss the many strange legends surrounding this road, from a church where the pastor allegedly went mad and killed his congregation to the apparition of a beautiful teenage girl who has been trying to catch a ride home since 1955. Join us as we explore the notorious Reader Road. One of the best-known legends of Northwest Indiana are the ghost stories that are told about an abandoned stretch of road called Reader Road. I don't know if you remember this or not, Mary, but Dad took us down Reader Road before it was closed. Grandma loved ghost stories. I bet she wanted to go down it. Yes, Hope. Your grandma loved a good ghost story, and she asked Grandpa George to take us one afternoon down Reader Road. The Times had posted some ghost stories about Reader Road before the closure, and Mom wanted to take us down the road. Mary and I were young, but I can remember. I was probably about eight or nine years old, and I remember the road being in very bad shape, and I remember it being very desolate and feeling isolated. I remember us going over train tracks that were also not in good shape, but we did not experience anything at the time. When you Google the road, there is one legend that comes up over and over, the story of the vanishing hitchhiker of Rita Road. The vanishing hitchhiker is a tale as old as time. The legends are always of a mysterious woman in search of a ride home. In some tales, she flags people down. In other stories, she is known to jump out in front of cars. Even creepier are the tales of her appearing in cars. 
Legends of a vanishing hitchhiker can be found all around the world. Every culture has a story or two of this mysterious lady going back to even ancient times and different modes of transportation. Indiana is home to several vanishing hitchhiker legends. Some believe that these tales are nothing more than urban legends that are passed down from generation to generation as a warning to not pick up strangers. Legend says that if you found yourself traveling along Rita Road in Griffith before it was closed in the late 1980s, you may have caught a glimpse of a teenage girl trying desperately to find her way home. According to Mark Merriman's book, Haunted Indiana, the girl's name is Elizabeth Wilson, and she was killed on Rita Road in a car accident back in 1955. In the book, Merriman says that she was thrown from the vehicle and knocked unconscious. She landed in a puddle of water and drowned due to being unconscious. If you read the book or Google the road, you will find the legend of Elizabeth haunting the road. The Northwest Indiana Times also did an article back in 2007 about the legend of Elizabeth Wilson and Rita Road titled The Ghost Factor. The most famous legend of Elizabeth occurred late one spring evening in 1977. A teenage boy decided to take Rita Road home from his date's house in Merrillville back to his house in Griffith. The boy was late and he knew his parents would be angry if he missed curfew. As he turned onto the road, it was eerily quiet. Just ahead, he sees the figure of a young teenage girl in a prom dress appearing in the road. She is about 17 years old and has long blonde hair. She is very out of place on this desolate stretch of road. He is wondering what she was doing out here all alone when all of a sudden she steps out into the road. The boy almost hits her but slams on his brakes just in time to avoid the impact. All of a sudden, she is opening the back doors to his car and getting inside. She tells him that she's thankful that he stopped and asks if he can give her a ride home. She explains that her car went off the road. The boy tells her that he didn't notice a car, but maybe he can turn around and help her get a car out of the ditch. She tells him no, that she would rather go home. The boy notices that she is very pale and cold and offers her his letterman jacket to wear. She accepts it and gives him directions to her home, which is in an area that is known as Ross, and it's up past the cemetery. The girl does not speak any further. As they pass the Ross Cemetery, the boy turns to ask her where the house is to find out that the girl has vanished from the car, taking his jacket with her. Shaken, the boy goes home. He wakes the following morning thinking it must have been a dream. However, his letterman jacket is in fact missing. Desperate, the boy goes out to Ross to try to find the house. He does find the house, but unfortunately, it has been abandoned. The boy is confused. A neighbor approaches him and tells him that the people who lived there before her were the Wilsons. They moved away after the death of their daughter, Elizabeth. The boy argues that can't be true. He explains that he had met someone just the night before who asked him for a ride home to this house. The neighbor tells him that can't be right. The neighbor informs him that the only girl to have ever lived in this home was Elizabeth Wilson and that she had been killed out on Reader Road and is buried in Ross Cemetery. Shaken, the boy gets back into his car and drives home. He decides to stop at the cemetery and notices something in the grass among the tombstones. On one of the graves is his letterman jacket neatly folded. The grave it is folded on has a headstone marked Elizabeth. This tale of the vanishing hitchhiker of Reader Road will come up every time you do a Google search of the road. 
I have also seen reports of her being seen along Whitcomb Road in the area of Ross Cemetery. It is very sad. Well, as a mother, thinking of the young girl trying to get home, it just breaks my heart. I've Googled trying to figure out if Elizabeth Wilson is buried in Ross Cemetery. If you go to the Find a Grave site about Ross Cemetery, her grave doesn't come up when you do a search. And this is correct. There are some Wilsons buried there, and there's some ladies who are named Elizabeth. However, there is no record of an Elizabeth Wilson. Does this mean that the story's fake? No, I would not say that. It is possible that she's in an unmarked grave. Well, records were not always kept in the best order as well. So it's very possible that her death just was not recorded. So there's a lot of speculation on this story? True. We can't prove it didn't happen, but we also can't prove that it did happen. I did think it's interesting that our dad, Grandpa George, who grew up in Gary, told us about going out to Reader Road in the 1960s. He knew of the legend of Elizabeth back then and was searching for her with a group of friends. He did not find the ghost of Elizabeth and didn't experience anything strange out there that evening either. There are so many other creepy legends about the road. I know there are legends about the mob dumping their victims' bodies out there. Yes, this legend goes back to the 1930s and 1940s. Well, the road is so desolate. This made it the perfect spot to dump off bodies. According to Grandpa, there were no streetlights on this road. Correct. I've seen that in reports as well. Another legend is of a church that was out there in the early part of the 1900s. And the church may even predate the road. But the legend says the pastor went insane and had killed his entire congregation. If you walk along the road going in the direction of Griffith, you can see the church building. Now keep in mind, the building is long gone. It appears to people like a ghost. Yes, many websites report that this happens about an hour and a half into your walk along the road. Legend says that you can see this church appear if you look to the right, and that you will also hear the screams of the people who had been inside the church. Wow, that's crazy. There is also the ghost of a man that is seen along the railroad tracks. Yes, Jeff Bellinger in his book Encyclopedia of Haunted Places, Ghostly Locales from Around the World, actually mentions the figure as being dressed all in black and walking from the center of the tracks. Some people say he is dressed as an undertaker. I've also seen reports that people think this may be a demonic entity. Well, others think that it might be one of those mob victims from long ago. I don't think anyone knows what this spirit is. In Ronald Baker's book, Hoosier Folk Legends, he has a legend under the section that he calls Parking Legends. The legend is called The Boyfriend's Death in Gary. I know the legend that you're talking about, Mary, and it's almost identical to a legend that mom told me about Reader Road. In the legend, a boy and a girl are parked on a desolate road. When they go to start the car to leave, they find out that the car is out of gas. So the boy ends up leaving the girl in her car and heads out to look for help. Hours go by and he doesn't return. The girl remembers him telling her not to leave the locked car. So she listens to him and falls asleep. The girl awakens as the sun is coming up to an officer knocking on the window. The officer tells her that he will be glad to take her home, but whatever she does, not to look back at the car. The girl is now wondering why. Why doesn't the officer want her to look back? She even asks him if it has something to do with her boyfriend. The officer assures her that no, it does not. That it has nothing to do with her boyfriend. And she told the officer that during the night, she was scared about some 
awful scratching noises she had been hearing coming from the roof of the vehicle. The officer tells her that it's nothing. Just forget about what you heard and please do not look back at the car. The girl's curiosity gets the best of her, though, and she can't resist taking a peek. At that moment, she realizes what the scratching had been. There before her eyes is her boyfriend, hung upside down from a tree, and it was his fingernails that she heard on the roof of the car. Oh my god, that's creepy. Yeah, I would not have lasted all night in the car. Yeah, there is no way. The killer would have gotten me as soon as I got out to answer nature's call. For real. Oh yeah, there is no way I could sit there all night. So the only difference between the story told in Ronald Baker's version and the one that mom told me is that in mom's story, it was not his fingernails. It was his class ring making the noise. So on Indiana's most haunted YouTube channel, they did a video about Rita Road. They called the road Heroin Alley. Yes, it was a very dangerous road back in the 70s, and people apparently used to go out there and do their drugs. Well, that road was so desolate, it would have made the perfect spot for shady things to happen. And apparently the road during this time was known for very bad things. I also saw online that teenagers would go out there in the 80s and 90s and make suicide attempts. Yes, I've heard that as well. It is really sad. So what do you think is going on out there? No one is really sure what's going on. I'm sure as long as people are willing to go out there to read a road, there will be many more stories and legends to come. If you decide to go out to try to find the remains of Rita Road, please be respectful. The area is patrolled by police and they will turn you away. If you visit the Oak Ridge Perry County Park, please be respectful of nature. So have you ever experienced anything strange on Rita Road? Or some legends about the road that we may have missed? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to whosyourmythsandlegends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. To see our source material, please visit our website, whosyourmythsandlegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Racecar. Wet Blanket is frontman Joseph Carpenter, lead guitar Earl Wilhelm, rhythm guitar Joshua Carpenter, bass Parker Warman, and drums Christian Kittle. Our podcast is growing, and it's so exciting to see all of the new listeners and followers on our social media. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever platform that you're listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to Hoosier Myths and Legends. As always, stay spooky.